The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yes, I gotta admit, you heard right. There is a slight change in our opener. CAD audio, no more. Well, company's still in existence. Um, our partnership with CAD has ended. Uh, I had gotten word that um, our friend from CAD uh, is no longer with the company, uh, but I do want to give him a quick shout out. Uh, Glenn Roop uh, has been, our, uh, we've been working with him for about six years over at CAD. Uh, great man. And sorry to see him leave CAD, but uh, there will be an, an upside with him and we'll, we'll see him again. I'm sure we'll be working with him again uh, wherever he lands in the future. So interesting things coming. I'm sure. But speaking of that, Go check out our uh, our homepage, WookieRadio.net. Our partners and our affiliates, like Biddy Boomers, use code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for 10% off your first, or for any purchase, actually. Uh, use WeBeGeeks for, is it 10 or 15% off, Ken, at uh, Heroes and Villains? I don't remember. I think it was 10. 10% off there. That's your first purchase. So, um, so yeah, there, there is. Sorry, I got distracted looking at Tonk's website or one of their affiliates. We have in a couple weeks coming on a representative from Tonk Toys or Toink Toys. And I'm on their um, exclusives. And there are some interesting exclusives um, like a Shag, Shag Geeky Tiki's Chewbacca crossover. $149 for this thing. I think it's Shag, the world-renowned mid-century modern artist. And Beehive Creative, the creators of the original licensed pop culture tiki mugs known as Geeky Tikis, collaborative between them. They got some shirts that are cool. Um, some There's some cool merch on here. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the lightsaber um, desk lamps or the corner yeah. standing lamps and stuff. Yeah. That Geeky Tikis, this land speeder and then the, um, the, the Leonard Falcon's a little smaller, but the, the Luke's land speeder punch bowl. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. 
some great the t-shirts uh, i just wish the shirts were a little bigger in size but to, i haven't quite got to those yet <laughs> to accommodate us us folks that are translant oh okay never mind keep my mouth shut the aloha shirts come in a 4xl Ooh, but they're 98 bucks that's heroes of villains prices yeah it is but the nice thing I can say, though, but with Heroes of Villains, before we, I disparage it, they have it's very good quality stuff. Yes, yes. It costs a little more, but it's usually worth the price. Oh, yeah. Well, here, I've not tried their stuff yet, other than um, we did this week get in um, the Chewbacca um, Tiki mug tumbler. Yep. He's kind of cool. We got the uh, tumbler, and we also got the, uh, what's it called? Star Bits? Super Bits. Super Bits. Yes. A Chewbacca Super Bits. Um, Which is basically just a plushie about the size of your um, Funko Pops. Yeah. Now, looking at their plastic tumblers for Star Wars, they make Boba Fett, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, um, R2-D2, and Stormtrooper, and Yoda. I think The cool thing with the tumblers, it is, um, it's got a lid that screws on and a straw, so it's actually like car safe. Yeah, and the straw does not come out if you put it in right. Oh, I didn't see that because I hadn't tried to pull it out before. That's slick. Derek's being all quiet. You're, Someone forgot you're to muted. unmute their mic. Unless he's having software issues again. Ah, uh, great. Oh, we're here. There it goes. Here you go. Know. Ah, loose wire. Loose wire. Is it time for a the new... The bane of existence wire. of all podcasters. Um, time for a new XLR? Probably. Um... I was going to say, I see here they have a Star Wars mystery gift box of Toys, Collectibles, Lifestyle, and Home that is currently on sale. Where? At Geeky Tiki's? No, on Toink. On Toink? Oh. Yep. Which one are you looking at? How much is that one? Uh, $39.99. You save 25%. Because I just saw they have the Star Wars Super Loop Mega Mystery Gift Box. It's a $400 value with 20 items, it says. For one seventy nine ninety nine. Wow. All right. But it's twenty Star Wars themed items. One of them valued at over a hundred dollars. All right. Now you guys got me. <laughs> you know you open a rabbit hole by having us look I at know, their website. I know. I know. It's called research for two weeks. All right. So shop by interest. Oh, Star Wars. Ooh, mystery box. Okay. Now I see it. I want the multi tool kit right next to it. Mm. That that would be cool to get to. These desk lamps yeah, would be cool. Although the um, Twink on their website sells things that are not um, just from them. And the um, the Ewok three pack Funko Pops, I have that. And those are awesome. Yeah, I have that too. As soon as we got them, my wife actually stole it and took it to work with her. <laughs> um, the Nom Nom Bowl with the ramen, the ramen bowl with chopsticks. Yeah. Love it. Uh, the Geeky Tikis. Um, I would have bought. Okay. When I bought my Drax, it was 10 bucks. At Megacon, they had a Tuscan Raider for ten bucks at Megacon. Why did I go Drax over Tuscan Raider? Because Drax holds fifteen or seventeen ounces. Tuscan Raider only holds fourteen. Ah, I got more money. Seventeen ounces my- of your preferred beverage. Yes. So I went with what held more. That's one my, thing about. I wanted um, to get my money's worth out of it. Yeah. The one thing about tiki cups and stuff in general, usually because they're tall and slender, they don't usually hold a whole lot. I mean, 20 ounces is still pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's more than a pint, but I don't know. That is about a pint, isn't it? 20 ounces. Eh, 20 no, 16 ounces is a pint, good. isn't it? I don't remember. I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember. Yeah. But 
They they had at one time a Chewbacca tiki mug, and the only place I found it is on eBay. A little bit more than I want to spend at the moment for it. So I'm hoping eventually they they bring it back. Because if so, purchased. Just all I got to say, purchased. Okay, this one's cool. They have the geeky tiki's. Rancor and Ula collectible two tiki set where yeah. the Rancor is the bigger and Ula actually holds in its hand. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? So, and Ula holds two and a half ounces. Perfect for a shot to go with what's in the tiki mug. Yeah. And the, uh, how much is the other one? Uh, let me see here. Because that thing's like a, almost like a pitcher, I think. Uh, 45 ounce. Yeah. 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 The Rancor is 45 ounces and Ula is two and a half. No, I also found too the Super Bits plush that we got four inch yeah chewy with goggles which was the san diego comic-con 2018 exclusive they have yeah for, they have for 11 bucks nice well the one we have here is the um comic-con day de- or the comic-con debut okay comic-con debut yeah i, I consider the walnut goggles as well to have it it's cute i mean these, these are cute all right so i'm, I'm gonna change things up slightly from our show notes because we went down this rabbit hole of collectibles hasbro has released uh since before recording last week of course we talked about we had trish from bandai with the r2d2 tamagotchi which can't wait to see those in person can't wait to get those who knows there may be more coming um but Hasbro has announced a bunch of new between then and now a bunch of new Black Series figures coming. Uh, first one announced was George Lucas and Stormtrooper disguise. Yeah, this is cool. He does. It looks much better than the um, George Lucas uh, X-wing pilot that I have. Lucas X-wing pilot. I thought look the head sculpt looked a lot better, but that's three and three quarter inch. Yeah. And you got to figure out because his name's spelled backwards, so it's up to you to figure out how to say yeah. it. Yeah, so, so call E George, uh, E George, something like that. Yeah, um, sitting on a shelf downstairs. So if you if you're getting the uh, Dave Filoni, this would be a great counterpart with that. Yeah, I would almost I would almost rather have George. I, I almost wish they recreated the George X Wing pilot and that whole card with his name backwards and everything. And then no, you I would, like this. Because you could have a, then in another five, ten years, they can do another George Lucas of something else. And you have a whole series of George Lucas action figures. Yeah. But this is all black series, though. Yeah. Six inch. So do do the do the six inch of the original X-Wing pilot. If you're going to do that, no, think- then you do the six inch of his character from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. The only thing I'm not a fan, a fan of this 50th anniversary Lucasfilm on the blister cards is unlike the regular six inches, you can actually take it out of the package, set it up and do what you want, then put it back in the package at some point to put it away and save the packaging. For this, if you want to take it out of the packaging and play with it, you got to actually um, rip the bubble off. Or buy two. Exactly. Which is what I did with my AT driver. They gotcha. <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. no, at that driver, I had all intents of buying two. I wanted one loose and I wanted one carded because at that driver is one of my favorite. Yeah. I'm That's looking- what I've always liked about Black Series, though, is because you could actually t- pop them out and have it sitting on a shelf or something standing there and looking all cool. Yeah. But you still have all the packaging if you want. And you don't have to damage the packaging to open it. Usually it's not even sealed. I'm looking for another loose, uh, complete loose uh, at that driver. Because so right now I have. Where he's at, I have two, three and three quarter inch, and then one six inch standing next to Rex. But wait, there's more. Um, what? Hasbro's advertising more that they're not going to have available? Black Series <laughs> oh, wait, Gaming. Sorry. Ga- Black Series Gaming Greats RC one one three eight. Recognize that call call sign? Yep. 
No. Well, I never played the game, so. It's boss. Leader of the boss. Well, I know the leader one eight, but I don't know the character. It's boss, the leader of the Delta Squad from Republic Commando. What's sad is I actually think I have this game on Xbox Live. I've just never played it. It's not a bad mm-hmm. game. I mean, it was definitely an easier first-person shooter game to play you know, compared to some of the other stuff out there at the time. But it wasn't bad because you could bounce. Be- if I remember right, you could bounce between the different members of the squad. I have no recollection of if I played this or not. I played was it. This I, a- I beat. I beat this game in a week, playing like yeah. an hour here, hour there. Did they put this out before or after the Republic Commando novels? Before. So were they based on the world created by this, or were they totally separate? The were no- they based on these the, characters, or the novels were loosely based. I believe loosely based on the characters from the game. Okay. Because I think we see other. Yeah. I, I believe we see other characters from the game. We see new characters created for the novels. Ah, okay. I see. I never read the um, novel series from the Republic Commando either, but I know I do know that it caused a whole lot of controversy because everybody was screaming and yelling because of canon and everything else with those. With those. Yeah, I almost wish, almost wish the Republic Commando line kept canon. Because we see we see the Republic Commandos. Uh, I believe we see Delta Squad in the beginning of uh, the Bad Batch arc in season seven of Clone Wars. But there was also apparently a controversy with Karen Travis in regards to the books as well, which I never understood yeah. because reading the books, it was I had no issue with them. Um, okay. I would have to go back and reread it because I've not I've not read those ones at all. I'm trying to find because if I remember right, those ones when they came out, it was at the point where the they were putting out novels like once a month. Yeah, it felt like so. It was, it was like you had to like, yeah. either speed read or just have a whole bunch of money so you could actually get a stack of books and go through them at some point. Well, one of the things that I loved about Republic Commando was um, the if you went to Lucas Arts website, you were able to download and I have the download. Uh, you were able to download songs mandalorian folk songs and all the songs are done in mandalorian i have the songs okay uh i'll find them and i'll I'll share them with you guys uh but the the members of of uh delta squad was rc1138 who goes by boss figure coming out uh rc1262 which is scorch which scorch was the first republic commando released in three and three quarter inch and then eventually they released the entire squad which i can't even i can't even find that squad at a decent price on ebay they want so much outrageous money for it i don't remember if that was an entertainment earth or big bad toy store or if that was a uh one of the tail end of star wars shop exclusives um there's rc1140 who's fixer uh and rc1207 sev so when when we got bad batch i'm like I was kind of hoping these were going to be a set of Republic commandos we're going to be dealing with, even though their armor is similar. And I believe Hunter's armor is very close to commando armor. Obviously, Bad Batch is their own group. They're not commandos. They're not stormtroopers or clone troopers. They're they're their own thing. Well, they were technically clone troopers. They were just again. Well, their own their own classification. Yeah. Uh, now, apparently, before Disney bought Star Wars, LucasArts had plans for the Delta Squad to return in Republic Commando, which would take place post-Order 66. So we would see the four commandos right across the galaxy as pawns of the Empire. Unfortunately, the idea was scrapped. Disney moved the Republic Commando to Star Wars Legends lore. 
excluding it from canon. But like I said, they are the commandos are canon. Um because they they have been seen in what you call it uh in the Clone Wars themselves in the series. Yeah. Uh now the book characters are canon but the what they were known as the book in the book in the games we don't know if it's the same. Right. There there were uh I want to say five books. I don't remember how many of these books I have. I don't think I have any on my shelf. Uh, there's the first book was Republic Commando Hard Contact, then Triple Zero, then True Colors, uh, then Order 66, and then we went to Imperial Commando, which is what came next. And which that's where the series ended with them becoming uh troops of of the Imperials. So, um, yeah, and then the final book is Imperial Commando 501st. So, the the novels, um, is okay. It, I think we're fo- who are we following in it? Four clan- clone commanders, uh, commandos: Niner, Darman, Fee, and Atten, uh, which is Omega Squad. And then in Triple Zero, wonder if Omega named them. Knows. Uh, and then in Triple Zero, it tells the story of Omega Squad and Delta Squad together. True Colors um, is who Delta is Delta Squad and um, Sergeant Wallen Val. I don't remember who Wallen Val is. It's not important. And then Order 66 is, um, they don't, they don't say on, uh, uh, it, it's no matter who wins the highest, uh, the stakes are the highest for elite special op clones like Republic Commandos, Omega, and Delta Squad, and the notorious, uh, Renegade Advanced Recon Commando Troopers. So, so yeah, that, that's the whole backstory behind all that. So the books are based on Omega and, uh, Delta Squad. So we're getting Delta Squad. We're getting Boss coming. Uh, gaming great and of course gaming great is going to be uh gamestop exclusive only probably so look it up again here yeah exclusive at gamestop 26.99 with a set release date of december 15th uh, i just may wait till december 15th to pick it up yeah but uh the wookie from knights of the old republic supposed to be out soon i need to pick him up can't remember his name well pre-orders are open at um gamestop's website let me see here yeah Ah, uh, you can still pre-order them. Actually, right now on GameStop's website, it says they're expected on um, January third. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. I was wondering if it was going to be sold out already. Now, a lot of people are. I, I'm surprised. A lot of people are not that big on him. Because hmm. a lot of people are saying it's a hunter. It's, it's just basically a hunter repaint. I don't know. Looking at the, um, let me bring up because here you only get one picture on the. Uh, on this ad, but when you go to GameStop's website, you get some more pictures. Now the accessories are different. He's he's a little, um, seems like almost more stylized too, where he's rounded a little more than what you get from most of the figures. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You can tell it's an older model for the, um, for the design. Oh, it's supposed to be. If it's supposed to look similar to the game, then yeah, it's going to look a little yeah. older. So calling it a hunter repaint really doesn't do it justice. I right. don't think. Uh, Zalbar is the Wookiee from uh, Nice of the Old Republic. I gotta play that game again. I have both of them. Well, at this point, I'll just wait for the re-release. Yeah. Because they're gonna have to change the story some anyway, because uh, I believe it's supposed to be brought back into canon through the re-release. Is that what's going on with the re-release? Is they're making it I think so. Canon? That's the rumors I've heard was that um, the Nice of the Old Republic, they're uh, not just upgrading it, but they're gonna have to make some modifications to fit with the current canon story. Okay. I think all they would really have mm-hmm. to do is be change the time, make it a thousand years before instead of a couple hundred. 
Oh, put it put it in the High Republic era. Possibly, but then you got to make sure that it fits with everything that's going on in the High Republic era. Yeah, that's true too, which it doesn't. Um, I mean, then, it could just be on the other side of the galaxy, but yeah. Then I'm looking, and GameStop has a Battlefront Two Jet Trooper, which I don't know. I remember hearing that one announced. And that's coming out around the same time as Boss. Then there's a Imperial Rocket Trooper, which I believe is available if you can find them. That's the problem with GameStops. They don't carry much inventory in shop. Yeah. Or at least they don't around here. Mine does. That's because their their stores aren't that big usually. And since they're a GameStop, they have to have plenty of room for video games. Yeah, but they... My GameStop has them all on the wall. Yeah, I mean, because GameStop bought ThinkGeek. I miss ThinkGeek. I did. I did too. That was that was one of the things that was great about going to uh, conventions was seeing ThinkGeek. So, but looking good, bit of stuff from them. Yeah, um, I still use their um, which was the regular bag of holding that I have. I have the messenger bag, the convention bag of holding. Yeah, yeah. I have I have it as well. It's a great little bag. Yeah. Well, I got no. This is the bigger one, the actual full size messenger bag, not the Uh, little one. I have the little one with the Velcro where you can put the patches on. Yeah, I have that one. I almost picked that up a couple times, but I'm like, you know what? I have the big one already. See, I, I'm sitting here looking at um, like with GameStop. I'm seeing the different painted stormtroopers. I you know, like the jet trooper, uh, like the um, rocket trooper, um, the the commander, stormtrooper commander. And then, which, of course, all these are, are from the game, either for, Forced Unleashed or, or uh, Battlefront 2. But what else... Now, we've had the incinerator trooper from Mandalorian. What else would go great with this? Announced today as we're recording from Star Wars The Mandalorian, the artillery trooper. This is the white trooper or the stormtrooper with the white paint job or yellow paint job that had the mortars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're coming and they look awesome. Mm-hmm. And then on top, go ahead. No, good. I was going to go right where you're going next. Go ahead. And then on top of that, is uh carbonized the armor shore trooper moff gideon and incinerator trooper uh, i believe these are the three and three quarter inch yeah these ones we've seen before they put out this set before but uh, the carbonized i guess it says is the like the metallic finish to it yeah which is fine for the armor for the most part because it highlights our armor but the rest of them i no. think these ones are six inch because they're priced at nineteen dollars. Um, see, I don't think it's the six inch. Yeah, because it doesn't say black series; it just says vintage collection. Vintage collection is three and three quarter inch. That's expensive for three and three quarter inch. It's, be- it's because of the carbon carbonizing. Yeah, but these ones are exclusive to Walmart. Right. And I would tell you if they're available now, but they don't go on sale till tomorrow, as of us recording. Correct. At <laughs> seven a.m. So I have another like eight or nine hours before I could actually check it. Um. Yeah, I believe these are, are the three and three quarter inch. They look cool with the um. You can see a little bit with the light flashing off of them. Yeah, yeah. These are three and three quarter inch. They're not not the six inch. So yeah, some some interesting things collector wise. Uh, while we're at it, it is October. There is a fun little day in October that everyone enjoys. Most people enjoy. I don't know a lot of people around here see the entire month is that one day. Hey, I could, mm-hmm. I could go. I could be swayed to go that route as well. Um, we're talking uh, Halloween, and StarWars.com gives us a Star Wars Halloween shopping guide. So, for your dogs, those of you with dogs, um, I will not get this one for my dogs because one of my dogs will destroy this in mm-hmm. five minutes flat. It's Chewbacca in a pumpkin dog toy by Chewy. Yeah, I, I have a um, 15 pound Chihuahua mix 
and she would in about three and a half minutes have this defluffed. My my golden retriever have it defluffed and have it de-stuffed in five ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Decopac or Decopack, a Darth Vader Halloween cake. Uh, so uh, it's going to be sold exclusively at Walmart. Yeah. So I'm That's assuming cool. I'm assuming it's a pre. They're going to have it's a pre-made cake or you go to the bakery and yeah, it's I think it's one of the kids at the bakery that when you flip through the book, you say, Oh, I want that cake. Then you yeah. come back and pick it up later. Yeah. Or you could try doing it on your own. Yeah. Cause it. you can buy all the accessories yourself. Oh yeah. Hmm. They'll uh, sell then it to you. End up on that show. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Um, from, I love that show from uh, a company called Disguise. These are some of the coolest uh, costumes I've seen in a while for pre-made costumes. Boba Fett. <laughs> and then there's also Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, and Yoda Lego minifig costumes. Yeah, those are kind of awesome. I love how the hands are have... just the like U-shaped thing. Yeah. yeah. Do they have any in adult sizes? I, I don't know. Well, let me go see. Rabbit hole time. Uh, these are sold at Walmart. Yeah. And it, they're just showing kids ones. Mm. I don't know. Do this disguise costume. No, I do it. Disguise. Disguise costume. There we go. It's a costume superstore. Maybe I'm not looking for the right one. Uh, adult search here. Lego. That's worth searching. It doesn't pop up on their site. I don't know. I, I would hope they would. I know. Well, there's if Lego you look, cards. Um, they got to have it because they're in the regular adult costumes. They have two different Batman. Um, Lego costumes. Yeah. Let's sit under their adult huh. ones. Yeah. Um, from DK Publishing, and? The, the Star Wars book of monsters, ooze, and slime coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all illustrated from, did we have her on here or did we have her on Weeby Geeks, Derek, uh, Katie Cook? I don't remember having her on here. Then we had her on Weeby Geeks. I don't remember. Must have been, yeah. Uh, from Fifth Son, Darth Vader Galactic Halloween T-shirt. Uh, from <laughs> Gimme, Gogu Pumpkin. <laughs> um, or you could continue <laughs> on from Hannah Anderson. <laughs> he he looks like he farted in his costume. No, 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 no. He hasn't changed color yet. He's from Willy Wonka. <laughs> it's violet. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like what it is is you basically buy the hands and the head and you just paint the cost or the pumpkin to match it and add it those is. to it. That's what it is. Mm. Uh, Go- Grogu family matching Halloween pajamas, Hannah Anderson. Um, written by, I believe, Kevin Scott is Star Wars Ventures Ghost of Vader's Castle, uh, concluding an annual tradition of scary Star Wars tales. Uh, Star Wars Adventures Ghost of Vader Castle number one kicks off the latest miniseries this October, uh, which I think we talked about. Star Wars Adventures may be going away. I've been enjoying the High Republic Adventures ones. They may be going away. Hmm. Is it just IDW's um, deal with Marvel's ending Mar- or what? Marvel, yeah. Marvel's pulling, pulling the plug. They're, they're probably pull- wanting to bring it in-house again. They're also going to pull the plug on the Marvel titles as well. The IDW is doing it for kids. Y'all ages. Hmm. Uh, make your own galactic Halloween pop-up book by Insight Editions, uh, who are friends of the show. Uh, they've helped bring us some guests in the past. Uh, this book includes eight fun scenes, trick or squeak, featuring Porgs being being a Star Wars.com favorite to color and bring to life with an easy do-it-yourself pop-ups. 
That's kind of cool. Yeah, because I just flipped through some of the books and there are some of the pages in this, and you actually have to make it yourself. Yeah. Uh, from Love Pop, Haunted Death Star Halloween card and more. The Death Star one there is really, really cool with all the stuff happening inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Ruby's like 2. I don't know where this person talking. Grogu uh, costume for toddlers and more from Ruby's 2. It's uh, not Halloween without Ruby's costumes. For for you for those of you who have who are in a wheelchair or have kids in a wheelchair, there is a Mandalorian wheelchair chair cover by Shop Disney. And you can turn your wheelchair into the Razor Crest. This is amazing. That is awesome. This is. I'll bet you this would work for strollers and stuff too. Probably. Still want to wear that. See now, what they need is they need a um, one that looks like the pram that goes over your stroller. And then you get the um, Grogu, the baby Grogu um, onesie for your babies. And you put the baby in the stroller inside the pram. Yeah. And you can drive, walk around. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, also from Shop Disney for the kids, Mandalorian adaptive costume for kids. Uh, what makes it adaptive? The fact that it's stretchable. <laughs> you know, adapt to your kid. Uh, this one actually shows um, the wheelchair as part of this. Also, oh, the different parts actually. Um, can be added or removed yeah oh and then finally the grogu pumpkin picking art by society six all sounds cool mm-hmm. adorable so uh speaking of adorable and if you want to spend your money um unless you're a disney vacation club member disney pass holder disney visa card members or a member of Club 33 or in Golden Oaks or some other group. Uh, starting October 28th, you can start booking your rooms on the Halcyon. If you're wondering what the Halcyon is, that is the name of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. I'll say that's not the rocket that William Shatner's riding in. <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't tell you what that rocket looks like. We all know. <laughs> um, but we found out last thursday the day before disney's 50th anniversary when the galactic star cruiser the reviews open. for no time to die are here along with my personal reaction i think that was me <laughs> <laughs> um i don't Mar- want to hear the reviews yet i'm going to see it tomorrow <laughs> march 1st <laughs> march 1st 2022 is when the hotel opens nice it's not a hotel it's a cruise ship to the stars uh hopefully it's my next next job location so i saw someone post up today they spent five hours trying to get in the queue to make the reservation then took an hour to make the reservation but they booked the grand cat the grant the grand captain's cabin or the grand cabin something like that four people was 10 grand how'd they book it already it did you can't even start because booking until because they 28. they are club they're club 33 or um golden oaks members uh club club 33 is well club 33 is the ex- uh, exclusive club that you have to buy membership is something like 25 30 grand a year and you have to so it's the millionaires club yeah sort of yeah. and then golden oaks is a um community that's been built on disney property in, in walt Di- within the walt disney resort and again almost millionaires club so, um, so yeah, trying to see if they have actual ticket pricing now or not ticket pricing. So well, they have one. the website up and running. Let's yeah. The site's been up, uh, see if they have actual start planning. And from, from what I've heard, 
Okay, the, here's what's in the grand caption suite. 10 grand. Two bedroom suite offers ample room for the whole family and features a posh living space complete with integrated seating area. They have all the comforts of standard cabins plus a main suite with a double vanity bathroom, a second bathroom with a single vanity, a bar area, three windows with views out into space, and a few extra Star Wars surprises. Sleeps eight, room configuration, two queen beds, two berths, aka bunk beds, uh, for one adult each, and two wall pull-down beds for each, for one adult each. That would be the way to go with... Yeah. With my family and the family and a family that we're looking at Zoe's best friend's family, but not for 10 grand. Well, if you go to the bottom, the sample of standard cabins is said uh, they do have the starting packages. If you go two guests per cabin, it's twelve hundred and nine dollars per guest per night or forty eight hundred and nine forty eight hundred and nine dollars for the total voyage. Hell yeah. If you have three guests per cabin, which would be two adults and a child, it drops it to eight eighty nine a night per person. If you get four guests per cabin, which is um, three adults and one child, you're at seven forty nine per guest per night. See, I don't even know if I have. I don't. Even, I don't think I'll even get cash discount on these yet for ourselves because it's too new. But I mean, it's gonna be gonna be insane. This actually is lower than. Um, no, that's about what they were claiming. Remember when they first mentioned this, they said it'd probably be about four grand, four to five grand for the um, full trip for two people. Yeah, it's it's a little bit more. Uh, they're saying about forty eight hundred for two people. So uh, yeah, as we get closer to the twenty eighth, we'll have to see what pricing truly is. But there is the date, March first, is when it starts. The cool thing, if you go. Um, they do have the list for all of the different um, types of cabins. The standard cabin, which would be for a regular, it'd be your standard hotel room, comes with fitted furnishings and fixtures designed to, in, um, t- for comfort throughout the galaxy, including a pullout table and a TV with entertainment from your home planet uh-huh. and a window with a view into space. Uh, it sleeps four to five passengers. Uh, the configuration is one queen bed and two berths, which are the bunk beds built into the wall for one adult each and a wall pullout bed for one adult if if you need five people. So you can actually fit five people in the room, it says. It comes with a mini fridge, hair dryer, uh, in-cabin safe, a phone with voicemail, uh, interactive TV, and uh, H2O plus spa, bath, and shower products. Yep. So all your amenities that would be in a standard hotel room, except for it looks like star Wars. Yeah. Then the one, they have a one bedroom suite that's similar to the one you talked about, but it only sleeps four. Correct. And then obviously the big one that you talked about already. Yep. Which would be great for two families, but five grand each. Yeah. Yes. Well, a little like I said, well, that depends how many, that would be what? Six people, six people, 10 yeah. grand, 10 grand so, for yep. the room. So. Actually, you'd be saving if you did, if you went with that big one, for the six people, um, you'd actually probably be saving if it was ten grand for the room for the weekend, because um, the three cabins per, or three guests per cabin right now you're looking at fifty two twenty ninety nine approximately. But uh, if you could rent out that big cabin for ten grand, even you save like five hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's ten grand for a two night stay. Yeah, well, think of it, it as a luxury uh, cruise that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, mm, yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> I where I already have to. I need to start saving because I did. I definitely want to do this at some at some point. Yeah, 
Well, just to just to do a Wookiee radio meet and greet or meet up at, at Galaxy's Edge would be fun. Have you guys yeah. come down for that? I've never a, been to Disney at all, so I know a guy who can help you all with rooms. Really? Mm. Know a guy who can help you with rooms. Save you some money. So um forget it. Find me a campground, I'll just set up a tent. I can help you with that too. Oh, here we go. They actually have a sample itinerary on here for your stay at the hotel. Yeah, it's insane. You only get a half day in the park. Uh, you're, you're full day. Well, if you're just going to Galaxy's Edge, from what everybody has said, you could actually spend a half a day and do everything at Galaxy's Edge. You could, but I'm one who I actually take my time, and I could, I could actually make a full day just staying in Galaxy's yeah. Edge. That's just me, though. Well, a lot of people more than likely are going to, um, they're not just going to be there for the two days. They'll be there for the two days for this and then do, then fill out the rest of the five, three days of the week actually just at Star Wars or yeah. at Disney and go to one of the other hotels. Yeah. Although in the opening day on the sample itinerary, they have some Bach lessons from 3.30 to 4. I know. I just want to go and do that. I, I really want to learn how to play Sabacc, right? Bridge training? Yeah. I guess you go to the bridge of the cruiser and, and learn to do some training. Ah, the second day you can actually get into on a Sabacc tournament. Yep. Droid racing competition, lightsaber training. What did you ask, Derek? <laughs> he said learn to do some training. Yeah. I did? Yes, no, I did. said lightsaber training. No, before no. that, you said learn to do some training. No, you did, Mike. You said it. Oh, I meant to do. You, you, <laughs> learn, bri- you learn some stuff on the bridge. Um, oh, this is cool. What the lights? So, uh, they do when they send you to Batu. They actually have scheduled times for you to actually hit the couple of rides there. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You probably don't have to wait the queue lines. No, it's all probably built into the. Uh, it's all built into the package where you're. It's the only way you would be able to cut the lines for Rise of Resistance or uh, Smuggler's Run. Well, what time does the park usually open? Park usually opens at nine. I believe with okay. Rise of Resistance, you're in at eight before the park opens. Okay, as I say, because the tra- according to this, the transport shuttle would take you from the eight fifteen to eight twenty five, so you get to the Batu at eight twenty five. Yeah, so so you're going to be queued in line at Rise before park opens. So is the entrance to the park extra on top of this, or is it included? No, it's all included in the price. Oh, that's Did good you- at least. But yeah, I believe your food and everything is included. But you are only. Hmm. You're only allowed to stay when you go into the park. You are restricted to Galaxy Edge. You cannot, you cannot sneak out and go ride Slinky right. Dog, or go ride Star Tours, or try and get on to Mickey's. Teacups? Can I go ride the teacups? That's a totally different park. Oh, that's a totally different mm-hmm. park. I told you I'd never been there. <laughs> so, so yeah. So yes, Ken, you can go ahead and do that <laughs> if See? you can find them. <laughs> you can find someone who'll take you over there. Hey, there's plenty of unsavory characters. This is the Star Wars universe. And you may know a guy. Who's definitely unsavory. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the, there is the whole... Um, the, the whole thing is really cool, what's going on with it. Um, just a lot of people think, oh, get a day at, at Galaxy's Edge. No, you get a half day. And right now, mm. it, it's more... I think you get... I don't know if the... Um, the droid is part of the package deal making the droid or if everyone gets to make a droid as part of a package deal um because you don't you don't get access to savvy's workshop if you remember when we spoke with mark um i don't believe you get a deal there where you can make a lightsaber but because of the droid races i th- and i believe you 
there is something on the itinerary where you go to Droid Depot. I think part of the package deal may be you get to make a droid or every person gets to make a droid. Mm. So if, if something like that is... What, go ahead. I wonder if does everyone have every hotel guest have access to the park at the same time or do they like stagger it or... I believe it's all the hotel... Everyone in the hotel is there at the same time. Well, it said that... Yeah. Um, it said on the where you start their planning and stuff that you can start your stay any day. Well, no. So yeah. with your first day, your second day, whoever's everybody that's on their second day would go to the park at the mm-hmm. same time. Right. But right. some of those some people are coming in on into the hotel on when you're doing your second day. No, so no, they're on their nope, first. Nope. No. Nope. That's not the way it said when you're on the reservation. When, thing. when when you go back to the to the website and look at the uh, the booking dates, your your dates are. Like for March 1st, you got March 1st, March 3rd, March 5th. So you check in on the 1st, check out on the 3rd. New group comes in on the 3rd, checks out on the 5th. I see. Okay. So, yeah, it's only a cruise at a time. Mm-hmm. That's, this is interesting. Remember we had said, saw at the beginning that you um, you have to wear Star Wars clothes or whatever? No, they have this set up so that um, you can wear regular Earth clothes also, but... Mm-hmm. If you want to, you can bring your own Star Wars costumes or they're willing to sell them to you at shopdisney.com or at the Star Cruiser. Correct. So nothing's provided for you. You have to actually either bring your own or buy it ahead of time. I think pre-pandemic, the pitch was there'd be costumes available for you to choose from. Because of the pandemic, because of health right. and safety issues, they are they are changing that and they're going to make stuff available for you to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still waiting to hear if I will even potentially be a part of the crew of the entertainment crew there. And I, I still haven't seen what costumes look like for cast members for, for this yet, for the different, you know, for the different levels of, you know, for the different departments. So I think it'd be funny if the techs were dressed like, uh, Kyle Wren from Saturday night live, Matt, the Matt, the, the technician. Yeah. That would be funny if that was our costumes. I would rock that in a heartbeat. But I I haven't seen anything, so I don't know. So, um, Ken, you've seen the Lego Star Wars, correct? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. It was Star Wars. It was Lego. It was funny and cry and scary and everything all at the same time. <laughs> sounds like you're all build- done. Sounds like you're building that one brick at a time. Well, thanks for spoiling it. Stud. Yeah. Well, no, it was kind of cool because it. Um, it was a little longer than I expected, but it was, uh, I believe, a full 30 minutes. And it um, it was everything you expect from Star Wars Lego. So all the funny and all of that that's there. But it's built into, I believe, three different stories. And they're, they're basically three stories you've heard before. One of them was the monkey's paw, but this was the um, the Wookiee's paw. Um, oh, what were the other two stories that were used in it? And uh, drawing a blank on it. Let's see the highlights from it. Let's, they should tell me. Yeah. You get, um, one of the stories you actually get to meet Ren, the founder of the Knights of Ren. Oh, cool. And they have a, oh, that's that one there is actually the Lost Boys story. Okay. They do the Lost Boys, okay. and Kiefer Sutherland's character is Ren. And he's recruiting Kylo or uh, Ben Solo to, the, to his group of the Knights of Ren. Okay. They have um, the whole idea of this though is Poe's out there fighting in uh, in his X-wing. He gets shot down over Mustafar, so he crash lands the X-wing on Mustafar and needs to get repairs. And of course, uh, Grabala the Hut, 
which I believe was Jabba's cousin or something, is in the process of remodeling Vader's castle to turn it into a Sith uh, tourist resort. <laughs> a resort heralding all things Sith. Yeah. So um, the second story is all about Kylo or yeah, Kylo, no. Um, the second story, we do get to see uh, Mother Talzin and Darth Maul being resurrected with all kinds of spider legs and everything else. <laughs> and back and forth and um, all that type of thing. We get, um, as part of that story, you also get General Grievous fighting Darth Maul. Hmm. And then the final story is the Wookiee's paw. And um, basically saying, just like always in the Monkey's Paw, be careful what you wish for type of deal. Well, in this one, Luke Skywalker is given the Wookiee's Paw before all the events of Star Wars that we know. And so he keeps making wishes. He ends up uh, being the, or getting off the planet. He ends up being Darth Vader's apprentice. And then he becomes uh, stronger than Darth Vader. He ends up blowing up the Death Star anyway (laughs) by mistake. Because he's shooting at Princess Leia and uh, Obi-Wan, who are flying the X-Wings down the trench, and misses them, but still shoots it in, shoots into the thing and blows up the Death Star. And then the story over the whole thing, because this is three stories inside of a larger one, is um, Vader's... I gotta remember the guy's name. Vader's valet, the guy who's run, who's basically runs the castle for him, his butler, basically... Uh, is trying to find a Sith, some Sith artifacts that he can't get into. There's supposedly a um, prophecy that a great pilot will be able to open the secrets of the castle. So he uses Poe and um, a tech that's working there, a kid, to actually make their way through the castle. And they find a Sith holocron, which is the big power source he's looking for. Um, and then basically he got he turns into a giant mech. With the power, with the holocron powering it, and um, at the end of it, they have to de- basically defeat that. But you do have other references. There's a part when they're running, um, the holocron ends up zombifying all these battle droids that were being used as just worker droids. And you do get the point where the battle droids break through a wooden wall and six his head through, like out of The Shining. Right. And there's a lot of other little horror references here and there that you can find. But all done, like I said, in the style of Lego with all the fun and stuff you have with that. Well, that's cool. So overall, it was fun. It's definitely worth sitting down and watching, just like all the Lego stuff is. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. It's just trying to find the time. I may have time within the next couple of weeks. Well, the cool thing is, uh, let me see if IMDb has a better listing now. When I first played it, or did it, there was a lot of um, names missing. We're talking cast cast names? Yeah, the cast list. The cast list on this is a who's who of Star Wars names. Okay. Okay, let's see. There were a bunch missing off this list, like I said, when I first um, watched it. Okay, they're all on here now. But you get, um, let's see, Christian Slater as Ren. Oh, wow. David Acourt is in here. Okay. Um, Eric Bauza has plays Luke Skywalker in one of the guard droids. James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan. Yeah. John DiMaggio's in here as Bash and uh, Uncle Owen. I'm just looking for names that jump out at me. Matt Wood is actually back playing General Grievous, Battle Droids, and Ben Solo. Oh, wow. Sam Whitworth plays Darth Maul. Yeah. Tony Hale plays Vinay. That's the... Um, it's a kid, right? Uh, um, no, Vinay is the, oh, um, he's the one, other guy. He's the one that we see in um, reporting to Vader that Krennic's there in Rogue One. Yeah. And then um, the same one... 
Darth Maul or um, Emperor Palpatine and Grand Moff Tarkin is Trevor Duvall. He's played the Emperor pretty much in all of the Lego specials. Yeah. So you got Han Solo. Let's see. The the kid was because the other main character in here is um, the kid that Poe finds. Right. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, and I'm not seeing it. Dean. Okay. And it's Rafael Alejandro. I don't know if he's been in anything else that any other Lego or, or Star Wars or anything. It doesn't look like it. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of um, movies and stuff, but. Yeah. I mean, his voice sounds like familiar, but I, I'm not sure. Yeah. But overall, it was a fun story. Just like Lego always is. It's always worth a watch. But and like I said, there's all kinds of voices to listen to listen for in this. I've gotten as far as, um, like I said, as far as uh, when they first when we first meet Dean and he goes, oh, you're Poe Dameron. That's like still what within the first 10 minutes of the, the, Probably, the show. Yeah. So I have not gotten far in it at all. Uh, I plan on restarting it uh, within the next couple weeks. Probably probably this uh, within the next week. I'll have it washed and finished. Oh, wow. She goes way back. Uh, this Mother Towson is played by Barbara Goodson. She goes Ooh. all the way back because she was actually in Akira back in 1988. Yeah, yeah. She's done voice acting for all kinds of stuff, a lot of anime. Yep, yep. So, um, then I guess one of the last things we could talk about, Book of Fett as a premiere date. Yes. I love the poster as well. Did you see the synopsis as well? I did not. I wasn't looking um, for any of that, so. I don't. I've heard this craziness. December 29th is when it's going to release. I have the, I have, I have the synopsis. Hold on a second. Sweet. Okay, Uh, so here is, okay, here is the official synopsis. The Book of Boba Fett, a thrilling Star Wars adventure, finds legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett and mercenary Fennec Shand navigating the galaxy's underworld when they return to the sands of Tatooine to stake their claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt and his crime syndicate. There you go. Doesn't so, tell you a whole lot, but... <laughs> so basically, at the moment, he's taking over Jabba's syndicate. Mm-hmm. Which is basically what they showed you at the end of uh, Season 2 of Mando. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Did you ever really expect or to see Boba Fett as a, as a crime lord? Nope. Or- well, as I've said... The character of Boba Fett is much bigger in the fans' minds than he ever was on screen. That is for sure. I mean, once they added the prequels in the Clone Wars and those types of things, yeah, he becomes a much more important character. But if you go to the original Boba Fett and Empire and Jedi, between the two movies, he has about 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. And what? Two lines of dialogue? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And- He's just general bounty hunter. And we can thank the Mandalorian for finally making having him live up to his reputation somewhat from all yeah. the fans. Yeah. Well, and and also thank Mandalorian for bringing. Uh, I believe we saw it in the Dark Horse Blood Ties, Boba Fett, Jingle Fett Blood Ties series. Uh, the two minis from that, where it shows. Um, Boba coming out of the Sarlacc pit and bringing making that cannon, and that was a mm-hmm. that was a legend's tale, so to speak. When was that, when did that one come out? If it was the Dark Horse, then it may not be canon. Well, it it's is not. now. I mean, the the books themselves are not canon. 
Yeah, this, that story is not officially canon, but we know that he did get out somehow. Right. How he, we yeah, know right he survived. That's what's canon. We know he survived, that he survived? Sarlacc, his time in the Sarlacc. That's what's canon. I Because the Dark Horse think, Blood Ties, or the, the Boba Fett, Jango Fett series. Wasn't this, wasn't this story uh, that, I can't remember exactly, but didn't Dengar help him? Uh, or help him re- help him recover or something. I know Dengar was involved somehow. I Wait, don't remember. I don't, that, I don't think that was. I don't think that was the comic book series. I think that was a short story in one of the books. Maybe was that was that story in? Um, I'm trying to look it up here. Let me see if I can find this book sitting on my shelf. There we go. Uh, it, let me I, look here for half a second because I believe Tales from Jabba's Palace may have had that story too. I remember they touched on it. Oh yeah, maybe that that. That might be what I'm thinking of. I know they touched on it in Blood Ties as well. Maybe it was Blood Ties, Boba Fett's dead. Wow, this this book's old. It's very mm-hmm. yellowed. <laughs> um, hang on. Looking through the different names of the stories. Uh, what there could it could be either a barve like that, a tale of Boba Fett, or uh, what became of? Hang on, half a second now. Three forty six. Actually, believe it or not, it was in Tag and Pink. Tag and Pink or Dead number two shows two net rebel officers <laughs> being separated. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, no. Short story concluded in Star Wars Tales number 12. Uh, they wound up on Tatooine during the events of Return of the Jedi, where the two agree to help distract Boba Fett from Lando while Lando sneaks on the ship to retrieve Han Solo's carbonite frozen form from the palace, but instead they end up helping Boba Fett escape from the pit. <laughs> That's one of the tales. But I, yeah. I know... This one here at Jails, Tales from Jabba's Palace actually takes most of the story. It looks like he's talking to someone while he's in the Sarlacc um, belly. Hmm. So I'm thinking at the end of this story, if I remember right, is where he actually crawls out. Star Wars Dark Empire, 1991, limited series from by Tom Veach, is the book. I believe that's the book we're looking, thinking of. Uh, this this story, story does actually end with him getting out of the Sarlacc pit. This mm. is the Tales from Jar, the, a barf like that, the, the tale of Boba Fett also ends with him getting out of Sarlacc. Yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's I think it's been retold many times. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I knew- that was part of the problem with the old canon because there was just so mm-hmm. much that had been written. Yeah. Right. Uh, the it originally started in um in the comics, Dark Horse comic. Oh crap! Where did it go? Okay, so in, so Cobb Vance plays a part in the Star Wars canon novel Aftermath: Life Debt, which we knew about. That's where he was introduced. But uh. In Marvel Comics, Star Wars number 81, issue titled Jawas of Doom, in it, rather than being slowly digested over a thousand years by the Sarlacc, Fett gets spit out with amnesia. Jawas mistake him for a droid because of his armor and throw him in their sand crawler. Uh, since that story is no longer canonical, um, it was still drawn apart by the new movies, or by the movies in the show. Uh, a revived Boba Fett appeared in in other legend tales over the years, most notably the Dark Horse comic series Dark Empire and the anthology book Tales from Jabba's Palace. Tying the Jawas to his escape from the Sarlacc, however, would be a way to return to the character from uh, from the Marvel days. So there's a little bit of everything. Dark Empire tells from Jabba's Palace, Jabba's Palace, and uh, issue 81 of the original Star Wars comics. So, um, 
Any final thoughts, guys? It took us a long time nope. to get to the end of this. We were <laughs> everywhere tonight. Hey, I think it was a fun episode. I mean, even even a little bit with, of meandering, even with the meandering, the tangents, my brain fog. Uh, I think it was a great episode. Or yeah, great episode tonight. Or second there, was, we never even got to the Star Wars Vision socks. <sighs> we will save. <laughs> we will save that for. You said socks, right? Yes, we did. You know, let, let's save <laughs> Not, this. Not the not with a U, but with an O. Correct. <laughs> no, 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 with the O. I don't know. I've never, I've never understood the whole geeky sock thing because no one ever sees my socks anyway. I know me either. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a sock collector. Uh, let, let's save some of this for when Derek finishes Visions because he hasn't finished yet. Hurry we'll, up! We'll have, we'll have a couple of weeks because we got guests the next few weeks. So, well. I- I'm too busy doing other stuff like, you know, podcasts and stuff. Yeah. You only got one show to do. <laughs> one. Don't you? Huh? I got one tonight. <laughs> tonight. Yeah, yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Any other final thoughts? Nope. I'm going to say go check out. It was a great surprise that came out last week. Go check out the, the new show, new set of shorts on Disney Plus called Galaxy of Sounds. Yeah, Galaxy of Sounds. Seven episodes of all sound effects. Yeah, imagine if Star Wars, you watch Star Wars, no music, no dialogue, just the sound design. It's awesome. (laughs) Absolutely awesome. It's so worth it. Of course, the um, audio engineer would be the guy that that says this. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, I am. Right up my alley. Really is. Uh, Any other final thoughts? Nope, I think we're ready to go. Yep. Only one thing left to be said, then. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jinx, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. (laughs) 